live from New York. It's the Men on Pause podcast. The Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Yes, and welcome to another episode of the Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. That's right, folks. We are your hosts. It is me, Jerry D. I A Z, aka El Modifoca. And I am the 16th letter, your co host, P. 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 Good shit. And today, we have returning champion. Oh, wow. One of our favorites. Our favorite, the one and only, mm. Mr. Juan Paco. Guys, good news. I, uh, Latinos allow, we do have insurance. Mm-hmm. So, I can let you guys borrow it for this episode because you guys always announce you guys are not insured. Right. Um, Thank you. I have the insurance that you guys, you can use it. So well, technically we fall under black owned business. So, uh, uh, we, I agree to that. <laughs> we yeah. That insurance, uh, being that you guys are on hiatus anyway, and we don't know when to take a break because we just record but anyway yes welcome to the show once again this is episode numero 38 38 was a good year you know it was it was it was you still feel mobile you feel 40 creeping up but you still feel good and you still you yeah. that's you wake up that one day at 38 and you say you know what today's the day I move out of my mom's house welcome to the show <laughs> that, <laughs> that felt like you said that with your chest <laughs> I did. I feel very a like little connected. bit, maybe, yeah. maybe. Mr. Juan Bago, how you been, man? How you feeling? We haven't spoken to you since the quarantine. You guys have been uh, over there doing your LOL thing. Uh, I, I jumped in for one of the Zoom crashers. That's what you were calling your, your episodes, correct? Instead of using yeah. the word, which yeah. I thought was smart because everybody was like, quarantine edition and quarantine, something quarantine. And you guys were like, you know what? Uh, you guys went with your Zoom crashers. Uh, which I thought was yeah, terrible. I think Jamie came up with that, you know, Mister Mister Pun Man. Um, yeah, so we uh, we we kept it. Um, I'm chilling. We're we're off for a while, so I've just been chilling, man. You know, I'm just just trying to create stuff, and you know, like I think sometimes we fall into this situation where we feel like we have to be creative, but it's crazy times right now, especially these last 10 days or so. So, you know, I think mental health is number one. So uh, what are you doing at, uh, what are you doing at home to keep saying, are you working out? Are you reading more? Oh, are you seeing this guy? Movies? Look at this guy. Dude, can dude, we, dude, can dude, we? Dude, this is, this is right Mike, here. can we see? I, I can't see that. I need a closer because wow, my eyes are going. And, uh, okay. Wow. And I'm playing uh, I, uh, it's funny, Pete, because you remember the last time I was Diesel. That was back in 2003. 
when y'all were in Brooklyn. That's I'm like that right now. I was diesel back then. You right, were. Mike, you used to work out you, in the backyard. Yes. Yeah, we had the whole uh, Compton thing going with the weights in the right. backyard <laughs> in front of the house. We had everything going. That's right. The grill we had going. The, with the Rottweiler. We had the grill. Yup. Yeah. We had it all. Yeah. Drinking in front of the stoop. It was That's on. Right. Yes, yes. George Foreman grill. So I've been doing a lot of work. Uh, I've been working out a lot. We should have rotisserie that girl, by the way, talking about grilling. Yeah, we should have rotisserie yeah, that chick that came to me. I know you talk. Go ahead. But go ahead, my Sorry, son. Mike. You mean to rewind oh, yeah. time. No, no, it's okay. No, wait. That was rewind time? It's like a right. snippet, that, like a, pre- a, snippet a pre- like a, like a yeah, like a preview. Go ahead. Yeah. That was an epic little uh, house party that I had at your house too. That was a lot of fun. Oh. Remember, we had oh, that was that was a good time we had. So much, so much went on. Oh. <laughs> so much went on. <laughs> so that much day. went on in that episode. In that episode <laughs> of our life, I was going to talk about the episode uh, of the show, but at this point, everything's becoming part of the show. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, no, I mean that you look, you're looking pretty, uh, you're looking pretty in shape. Not a bad caterpillar on your lip either. That sucker has look. Well, like I'm gonna hair. get a haircut. I'm gonna get a haircut around my birthday, which is next month. So it's almost like you know how in football the defensive team is offsides, right? And you get a bonus play. It's the okay. same thing right now with hair, like. Right now, I have. Oh, nice! You know, Look at that shit. He looks I, I like he have. looks like one of those reggaeton stars. Like Yo, from for the real, 90s. you look like you look like a white Curtis Blow. He looks like hitting it out. Is this like a thick? It's like it's like a nice thick '80s mustache. Like it's a great, like it's a great mustache. I have to for porn. Yeah, like I commend you on that. That one, that look at that baby. Look at that. Bear wow. porn. Yeah. So I figured, why not? And then when my when when I get my uh, my haircut, just take it off. But have fun. I mean, in the name of quarantine, which is almost over, right? What is right. it's it's over soon, right? It should. Well, yeah. As we're filming, what, what we're recording right now, we're supposed to go. New York is supposed to reopen in a couple of days. Uh, literally, if not a day. So, yeah, I mean, we're trying to find some normalcy here. Everybody trying to, I mean, thank God that things are getting back to normal because people are losing their minds with a lot of things and it's been obvious with everything that's going on. Like, just like a, a lot of pent-up anger, a lot of, yeah. uh, you know, and it's like, oh, people talking about babies and shit. I think more divorces came out of this shit, to be honest with you, because people are like, is this how you really are when I'm at work? Oh, oh my yeah. God, most of the time, is that how you are as a person? Yeah. Um, but, like you said, we're machines here at the menopause podcast we've been pumping and produ- we at one point we had so much content we had to, we had to stop like we didn't want to stop we had to stop it was a forced vacation very impressive yeah so very very, very impressed i'm very impressed you know thank you thank a lot you. of times people do a podcast they'll do 10 to 15 and then they'll take a break you went the opposite direction and you just went madman like you just went crazy like yeah we don't give a like fuck my feed, well, i'm like i'm yeah. like wait another episode it's like wow. i think that's the key we don't give a fuck if nobody's listening because probably nobody is, but that doesn't matter. That's, <laughs> that's not the point. That's not the point. <laughs> the point is we're doing it. You understand what I'm saying? Yo, Pete, I'll talk to Jerry, and Jerry would like do a trick question to see if I really listen to it. Because you know how sometimes <laughs> our friends lie? No. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I've been listening. Jerry goes, yo, you sure you listened to the last one? I'm like, yeah. And then that was the episode that you were referring about doing the, the hangout, the Lionx podcast hangout. Yes, yes. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yo, you lied. If you did, you would have heard about the invitation. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> 
No, I'll give you this much, man. For those that don't know, Juan Bago is official, official Wash Squad. He is officially part of the match. He texts me. He live texts me when he's listening. So, wow. like, he'll be I like, do. oh, shit. And then I could get, I'll give him the... Ex- he has insight. So he has Mike the DVD. Did, yeah, Mike no, Mike gets too. the D- no, Mike. Yeah, because Mike gets the DVD version of this podcast. Word. He gets yeah. it with the extras. So he's like, "Yo, nice. so what was the thought process behind that?" And I'll be like, "Boom, boom, boom." And then like it's a whole thing. He gets commentary live on the spot. It's per- it's, he's pretty privileged, and I think he's the only. I, one that- I really enjoyed about the one because I didn't get the whole full story about when you guys had to perform as oh, rappers okay. over okay. there. I only and got still like artists. Artists. So, the and word we still missed this. The artists. Let me tell you something. We artists, were so yeah. right. We were so messed up. We still missed so much like that was important to that story i mean you got the gist of it like but there's so many other details i think Get you need to do an animated face, version of it right I we're saving like it for the, the book version. right <laughs> I want to see the cartoon version of what happened. Because uh, just before we were wet, it was a nightmare because we all had to meet up in the Bronx. Ain't none of us from the Bronx. How are we right. going to meet up in the... I don't even remember how we got over there. But we got to the Bronx to meet up because they couldn't pick us up wherever it was. We ended up... It was it was mayhem. It was just... Yeah, yeah. It's it was like more. Soundview, bro. We had to go to Soundview or some shit like that. Somehow we made it. We made it. In but anyway... Snowstorm. Uh yeah yes. no I appreciate I appreciate you listening man I appreciate you I really enjoy our comments because you really do hit me up and you're like so what happened with this and I'm like yo this thing is really lit yo good looking out bro good. yeah well listen I really feel that when you told me about the concept of this podcast and you told me you were gonna do it with P I felt like you know everyone wants to start a podcast and even right now everyone wants to do a podcast but the way you guys do it and and what you guys cover and how you guys do it is refreshing because like I said, you can do an interview, but it's different. And I think that's the thing about it. Like anytime technology gets to a certain point, I was like, yo, I'm gonna do a podcast. But that's why you guys did the opposite. You guys got aggressive. You're you're up to 38, you know? And that's kudos for consistency, but it's different. It's a different vibe. And of course, as because of the quarantine, people's quality of their shows went down. Ours just continues to completely climb up into- Just sorry. It's just ascending. That's the right word to say. It's ascending. Because it's not a, a soaring or like a rocket launching that's fast. It's it's ascending. Right. It's like it's a little right. escalator. We're going to get there. You hear the little chugga-lugga, but we're going to get there. All three of you <laughs> listeners. Well, two now because he's one of them is on. All of y'all, like, you no, know. No, but I'm going to hear it. keep putting a cart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's slow, <low. laughs> Well, hearing it for the first time, I should say. So, but I mean, uh, but as far as like you're talking about you know how we how we've been recording so like how, what were some of the challenges you guys had over there at LOL like when you were uh, record as far as like recording because of course it's just me and P you guys have a whole team you guys have a whole production like how was that over there well that's why we did Zoom Crashers because I feel like there are certain segments like the with Jamie segment or Frank segment where you, you sort of feed off of the live energy because of the intricacies of how they present it so we just did Zoom Crashers because it was tough and and that's that's challenging it's great when you do Zoom and like you know once you do Zoom for a few weeks you get used to it but it's not the same as being in the same room with somebody and feeding especially the timing of it so you know no and especially your show especially your guys show your guys show is so much about the group energy you guys uh, yeah so much of it is like a party energy is so much of it is mm-hmm. it's like a group hangout thing to make it feel that way where i think me and p get away a little bit because it's more of like you you're in an intimate conversation between two, mm-hmm. two idiots mm-hmm. you know what i mean we kind of create our own atmosphere here and and of course you know it's 
it's adaptable to when we enter, when other parties enter, like, you know, as yourself when you're coming in and you can be part of this. But you guys still do kind of maintain that. I was listening to the podcast and I was like, even on the first episode that was, you mm-hmm. know, from like post-normality and pre-quarantine, like it still sounded like your show. It still mm-hmm. kept those elements. And especially when you guys like to the format that you guys kind of went to right before this, which kind of was crazy because you guys kind of went to that format and it kind of helped you out. Or it's like how you were... Even recording or how you actually should I say distributing the content that you guys had? Yeah, I want to take the time, um, Jerry. I know you've done an amazing job. You edit, you you add all the stuff. I gotta give props to P because I know P. Yes. Prior to this, didn't have the experience of Nothing. doing podcasting or anything as, as far as like entertaining and like a live stage. So P, I, I gotta give you props, man, because it's like it's not easy at all. Thank you, Mike, for the compliment. I mean, I'm going to jump in real quick. I'm going to jump in real quick because I feel like, um, like Joe Jackson a little bit. Like, I just feel like, I feel like, I feel like, you know, I saw the gem that was P, right? He cuffed. He cuffed. He be careful. He's cuffed. No, 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 no. I'm joking. Be, be careful that he, he, he will use that in negotiations. Yeah. Like, yo, I, I molded you. I molded you, y'all. I brought to light I, with this. I brought to light this personality that nobody knew existed, but was amazing. You understand what you I'm saying? Like, like funny individual. You sound like a pimp right now. Bro. I'm P. Diddy right now. I'm P. Diddy right now. No, no, no. no. But jokes aside, but jokes aside, and I told him that, man, that's one of the hardest things. First of all, is the commitment, you know, commitment to yeah. doing something like this. And second, is actually like after the few, like he got the hang of it, man. Like he he like he's in it. Like he's he's uh he's one of us now. Like he gets it. He kind of like you know I'm le- all the stuff like I'm I was cool on all the on on air shit and all the stuff that I'm learning is production wise and all that otherwise. But P has been a whole experience type of thing, and he's now he's bringing up topics. He's, like I said, I'm just proud of him. Thank you. Well, thank you, but. But I, I, all I'm saying is uh, I wouldn't do this like I told you before. I told everybody I wouldn't do this to anybody but Jerry because I'm comfortable with Jerry. And if nobody else would vibe with me in that way. Nobody else would take me to like, yo, son, that's stupid. Son, that's... And I... Not that I think he's Mr. Hilarious or Mr. Calm and you're giving him, which he is a fucking character within himself, but it's more of like, I, we're friends first. So it's like, I believe... I think that helps so much more because this for us would is something, not an act because it, we come at you real, but it's a secondary personality in a way to us from our real personalities. You just get to see us on that party kind of chillax mode we're not in office mode or anything we're chilling right. so it's just an extension of our relationship i believe it's and, a creation of, of, of like all these years of talking shit yeah and, and i mean and we're so just... and so p that leads me to the next question i mean here you are um getting the experience growing as a podcaster and then he goes along and does another podcast with another person <laughs> oh. how did that make you feel okay first of all this is our show all of a sudden you start asking questions Whoa, this thing is a pro see. you see how he's a pro all right you see listen, how he this flips is the it shit where we turned the cameras we turned the mics off alright Mr. Diaz we turned the mics off he, he brought his LOLs that's fucking years of mastery of fucking on nerdness he Yo, turned the show that was a generous question that was a degenerate question yes degenerate and besides we already you don't need to know what goes on in this relationship exactly that's right that's what we is between us welcome to my new podcast called Home Rec <laughs> but no, Michael, in regards to your last question. 
Nah, I, like I said before, man, Jay has been doing this for a minute, man, and his face should be everywhere. His, uh, you know, his input is needed in a lot of different shit. His view on shit is very important. So I'm happy that he's out there, you know, he's promoting the show, he's promoting our brand. And yeah. I'm low key, you know, I'd rather not show up to half the shits. I don't even like doing this with him that much, but I just have fun on the show. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm proud of him. I, I hope he does on, goes on more things and, you know, interviews more people. I, it's, this is, it's, it's a good ride for me, you know? Well, that's the thing I, I, I teach because I think that's the beauty right now where it's like you could be in two, three different type of podcasts, but it's like showing another side. Like this podcast is completely different from the other one. So that's the beauty of it. And then there's cross-pollinating where it's like the audience, you know, you say you guys have like uh, two or three people that listen. So those two, three people become five it. or six. Yeah. And it, 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 it grows. This is what it is. I mean, look, and I let everything build itself organically, but I will say this, man. And, and, and funny that you're right there, right, Mike? Because how many, how long have you been telling me to do a podcast? For a while. For a while. And within the week of me hooking up with this dude again, we started, like, you know, we were talking. Yeah. So, like, everything's meant to be. All right. So, enough of that shit. All right. Enough of that shit, mister. So, uh, any, you, you got any plans coming up for the summer, bro? You know, everybody's doing their summer planning. What do you think? What do you, any plans for the summer? What do you Yeah, do? I, Because uh, we can't go anywhere. Like on vacation, yeah. like well, like at least not out of the country. Like you can't really fly anywhere. No, I'm going. I'm for my birthday. I'm gonna go to uh, to Sedona. Um, my girlfriend Sophia, her dad lives over there, so I'm gonna go for a couple of weeks. Shouts to Sophie. Uh, yeah, and just disconnect and just to chillax. It's just tough, man. You know, because they talk about the second wave, but you know, it's so funny because I'm watching. Yo, no one's wearing. Yo, people Nobody. are stop wearing masks, wearing masks again. It's not good. I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. So I'm, it's low key. I just don't want to participate and give the second wave because then then the fall is gonna be horrible again. We we don't we don't need that. So, but I'm just chillaxing, man. I'm just gonna enjoy the summer, man. How about uh, you, bro? I'm gonna. I, well, I wanted to. I wanted to ask you. I, I didn't want to turn this into anything serious but i did want to ask you know we are we are an award-winning show here you know we we will bodies and all that shit pulitzer hopefully nice yeah grammys whatever listen here's the question yeah i I just got to work on my delivery i guess all right Mm. so you're like mr heights okay and uh this week there was that little controversy up there in dykeman you know yes uh, and i know you're you're a big you know and those are our people. And I know you're a big guy in the community. I know you you've served on boards and and, and, and you know mm-hmm. you've been you've been up mm-hmm. there. You, you've ingratiated yourself into that community. And of course, everything was resolved right away. Things misunderstood. You know, things were resolved. But just how do you feel about like you know what are your thoughts? A little bit of your thoughts on this without without getting too touche, bitch. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was. It was the intentions were there because um, I was following it and I was seeing that early in the day they had Espaya, they had leaders there. They wanted to protect it. The day before, forum got just rampaged. Um, so the intentions were there, but it's crazy how it works with social media. It just takes one person to record one video. <laughs> And then the all the other stuff that happened before get, you don't get accumulated together, you see, right? You don't you don't yeah. see you didn't see the the, the speech by uh, I think it's Power Mike. He's the one that that's a part of the Dominican uh, basketball league, the Dykeman yeah. League. Like I did, he was he's, there. He's pretty much been like you know the spokesman for all those kids down there. Yeah, yeah. And he had a really good you know speech about like 
protecting the neighborhood, making sure if there's anybody that you don't recognize that's in the neighborhood. And then that one person put that video out and it looks bad. But you see, the way I look at it, being Dominican, growing up, we know our, the, our family history and the racism. I think the silver lining is, you know, with the whole Black Lives Matter, nothing was being tapped into being Latino and, the Caribbean, and, and from the Caribbean and dealing with the colorism. That actually sparked that conversation that is so uncomfortable and was needed. So every negative just really brought out what we know. Right. You know, and then it was even people were coming out like taking advantage. And that was the problem. Like, it's really difficult to have a dialogue on Twitter because people prepare. It's like you're in court and like you prepare your your rebuttal. And it's like, come on now. Right. Right. Um, But I think what happened was unfortunate. It was wrong. But I think the dialogue is so important because now everyone's talking about the racism and the colorism that's happening in the industry. So it sparked this big conversation, you know, because we have racist relatives and it's like, we can't turn around and be like, nah, that's not how Dykeman is. It's like, there is a portion of that. You know, when the, when the marina opens up and Jay-Z went there and Beyonce and all the rappers, the demographics changed that were going into Dykeman. Prior to that was just Dominicans and local. But it expanded and it became a thing where we were seeing a different side. And so I think that that's why a lot of people that were Dominican, they're like, yo, come on. You know, like, let's be honest. Some of these owners are a certain way. So it's like it was needed. It was needed to bring that out because now we can have these uncomfortable conversations and really confront people, too. Like, yo, we're 2020. You can't be acting like that. So... I yeah, think I, that that's my thing. I do appreciate that, that you, like, it's come to the point now where you can just, like, I've literally been confronting people now. Like, not even it's not even confronting people. It's just, like, telling like telling them, no, that's not true. Here's the truth. You know what I mean? That type of thing. A lot of the stuff where we you might have been passive on and just been like, yeah, whatever, you know. Now, listen, some of that is still going to stick. If somebody's, like, 99 years old, you're not going to change their, their freaking mind about some shit. You understand what I'm saying? That that's like the racism itself. It's fucking into ingrained into the fucking who they are, and that's it. But you know, if you are having a conversation and it's somebody that does, because that's the one thing. I mean, we're gonna have a whole uh, show. <coughs> episode forty is gonna definitely. We're gonna dedicate that to um, how we feel about that and right. about the whole movement right now. But that's dude, quiet. Chill too much out. Right, right. Because because yeah. P over there, yo, he's been boiling. He's been I boiling mean, for like a week, and I just I'm like telling him to save it for the show because he's you know he's. Pete. That's why I brought. That's why he's been brought out to what he's been brought out. I, I just want. I just want to say one thing. Yeah. I think this whole situation, you know, even the whole concept of, of, of one bad apple, and then it's like you know you have to take care of the one bad apple. But racism, especially in our in our culture and around Dominicans, is the same thing. You might have one racist relative, but how many complacent relatives don't say nothing? And I think it's now a time where you have to make people be aware that it's yeah. not cool yeah. because then you have younger kids. They hear it and they may be in the other room or something. And it's like, wait, 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 what's going on? So at least this makes people less complacent and more assertive of like calling people out and having that uncomfortable conversation that can shift the narrative so that after this, you know, your your kids, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they're going to remember this and be like, yo, that's not cool. Like, you know how sometimes there are certain things that are so problematic you can't talk about it. If someone brings it up, it's like, my man, really? What the fuck? I think racism is going to get to a certain point where it's like, really? You, you're still stuck on that shit? That's you're just still not stuck cool. You can't talk about it, right? Let's hope about it. Let's hope about it. I mean, look, if, you know, the whole Latino thing is a whole other thing compared, you know, the first one we got to settle, though, is where we're at. And that's 
um, the United States of America, and that's the, yeah. the 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 problem here in the United States of like you know them killing black men, right? Because that's a narrative that has to be pushed. Not colored people, it's black men. You know, black men and women. Let's put that. This men on pause, but it's for black men, women, and trans people that are getting killed by police uh, unjustifiably, unarmed, all of that. But when it comes to the whole Latino thing, which we could do three hundred hours on, it's a whole different way. Because also, I want to say as as a dark of the darker persuasion, that's not we're not as aggressive with our with our blackhood in the Latino side because even when you're talking about it, it it's always embracing everybody it's never excluding anybody but when it comes to representation in media and television and stuff like that that's not the case so cool, like everybody loves negritos and more like even the word negro and all that stuff is a word a term of endearment in Spanish and we love it and all of that and we're passive when it comes to like oh you know when it comes to that negritude but yeah, man, like, let's talk about like that has to be discussed. And and we already we've already heard it from our relatives who are probably, you know, my same skin color, maybe darker talking about no, porque lo moreno this or whatever, whatever. So that has to kind of stop. And that's where you kind of check. Yo, you know, it's so funny. You, you know slap so that bowl of arroz from his plate, from his hand, like, boom, mira tío coño, deja esa mierda. Stop talking that shit. You know Yo. But you know what's so you know what's so funny, and I'm reading a lot, I'm seeing a lot, and a lot of people that were on the same page, consistently talking about colorism in the industry. You you sort of been like, all right, I get it. You talk about it every single day. We understand. Now it's like, oh shit. Like yeah. it's it's really putting people's conscience. Like these people, we're talking about it every single day. But I'm we're busy watching movies, TVs, entertainment, all that stuff. Now it's in the forefront. And now it's like, whoa, wait a minute. And I think that's the cool thing that's going on right now is that it's like, no, 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 you, you can't get anywhere. Let, let's talk about this. And I think that's the important part. Beautiful. And with that, we're going into our next segment. That's right, folks. Rewind time. And today with special guest Juan Bago. Welcome to Rewind Time. How does it feel here to be in the Rewind Time bubble? It's one of my favorite segments and it's an honor to be a part of this one because it's like I get to reminisce and hear from different people's point of views. So this Rewind Time is going to be of the times, there were several times that Mr. Juan Bago hung out with a young Mr. P and then Modifoca and what we call the 40 Dog Crew. Yes. yes. Uh, Lots of fun time. So, you know, for us, there was a lot of like, you know, you know, a lot of drinking, intoxicating, a lot of like seeing you because you're not a you're not a night owl. You're more of a morning person. I, I, I was going to go there. I remember a lot of times uh, passing out being the first one by a long shot. Yeah. Uh, just I mean, sleeping, I just sleeping. Out. I think it was one in Central Park. I think we, yeah, we were in, in the castle, in the inf- in the f- infamous castle in Central Park, and, and you actually out. fell asleep inside the cat. Yeah, while we were hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> I must have been dead weight. I could imagine, like, yo, why is he here? Like, he's the first one to knock out. What the fuck? No, what we, what me and P used to always say was like, yo, if the cops come. He, like we when we gotta book it, that's yo, you there. That's it. They're gonna catch you sleeping. <laughs> that's the big with all the evidence. <laughs> P. P, is there any particular uh event that you remember? I want to know. I think I was part of that night, but I want to hear. I always it's a faint memory of mine how it was five in one night for you. 
I was probably witness to two. All right, hold up, but you gotta slow it down. Not like that. I mean, all right. You know what? It's not my story to tell. Mike's the one telling it because Mike's the one that knows the story. Go ahead. I wanted to go. He was telling me before we got on about the whole five. This is a good uh, rewind time session because it was one of the. uh, It's an epic night for you. I mean, five in one night. I mean, I could go three maybe, and that's me all star in it. But five in one night. This is an amazing, amazing. I see my Pokai, like my my Al Bundy Pokai, five touchdowns. Y'all, so wait, it was uh, four, but you know, I uh, I remember I remember coming from Connecticut, and you told me you go, yo, when you when you go to the school, look for the hottest girl, and yep. I was like, are you sure? Yeah, and you're cocky, like, yes, bro. the yeah. hottest girl outside. Go up to her, and just just go up, watch, and I did. And her name was. Uh, can we mention it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then you came out and it was like bang and then you just like I just never it was amazing. And this is before text messaging and you know, cell phones or any of that. You just one by one, you walked them to, to the train and you made out with five different girls on one night. I, I have never witnessed something like that. I think there's porn stars that haven't hooked up with that many women in one well, um maybe there is. For the sake of argument, I wanna go with it because you say you were there <laughs> and I mean I probably blacked out wow. or something, but okay, uh, it's a good feat. I mean I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm good shit. I I was probably drunk. I mean, like, it was a re- look. I mean, that a Cisco night. I mean, oh, the Cisco night. That was, was nice. that a Cisco that was, night? Well, that was first of all, yeah, too. because that was when you know me and um, my cousin there had discovered like our my father's medicine cabinets. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, started, like, but we started like I knew what he didn't like to drink. Like I was starting to notice what he didn't drink and was always there. And what he didn't drink was absolute vodka, and I knew uh, why now. Right. And we started making screwdrivers with that because that's. So we had orange juice and vodka, and we ended up taking the train to your house. And by the time we went to your house, <clears throat> we were already pretty bad. And then we decided to buy Cisco, which is like a dollar for. We got like quarters together, teenagers, and one went and bought Cisco. You remember that you would? And we would split a bottle at the time. Is that like, the time you drank two Ciscos at that same day? I I chugged. Yes. I chugged. That was disgusting. Yeah. I don't know I how chugged. you did that. Yeah. No, and like, first of all, haven't touched that stuff. Since. Nobody has after I you can't. did that. <laughs> we learned Jerry. from you. <laughs> Jerry, uh, do you remember oh, how no. bad it was? Yes. Yo, a homeless guy came up to me and was like, yo, you need to take care of your boy over here. He's going to fall off the track. A homeless guy said that. Yeah. And Holding his bottle. <laughs> Yeah, that was a wild time, bro. Wow, man. And then we got home. Oh, my God, yes. And we walk into the door. And one said a key. And I open the door. And as I walk in through the front door, Uh Mike goes, Oh, shit, I want some raisin nuts. <laughs> like, first of all, like, we were so sideways drunk. Like, it's one of those, like, yo, you made it. Like, how did we make it home? How did we just make it home? Yeah, just take your clothes off and hit the sack. How did we just make it home? But we made it home. And I put my key in. And it was like a horror movie, bro. I turned my key in. This thing is like, oh, raisin nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked at him. I said, bro, I ain't going anywhere. I'm going straight to that toilet to throw up some more. <laughs> <laughs> and peace 
And Mike turned around and he left and went to a deli to go buy raisinets at like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> what are you, chipping training? <laughs> Who the fuck was raisinets? Like, I don't know. That shit. I don't That's know, what they dude. give zoo animals. <laughs> All I know is I was found. <laughs> It's Project X. Like, what the fuck are you? Yo, Virgil. Yeah, What's Virgil. up, Virgil? So, <laughs> Rise my, of the Apes. Like, the fuck? You want my, to <laughs> Yo, mind you, we got in quietly, and Jerry got to throw up quietly, and because me going back to get raised and Ned, I buzzed the door, right? <laughs> <laughs> Five in the morning. Yeah, uh, yeah, they buzzed my doorbell. He buzzed my doorbell at three o'clock in the morning. Oh god. And woke up everybody. (laughs) (laughs) To catch you in the toilet, boy. And I was discovered sleeping with around the toilet, like with my head like around the toilet. Just like in case I had to throw up some more, you know what I'm saying? But I was keeping it gangster. Like I was literally sleeping on the toilet seat. And yeah, and then after that I it was like a whole thing. My mom thought I was dying because I wouldn't respond. Because, you know, I made it home. I could pass out. You feel me? They put me on the couch with a bucket next to me in case I had to throw up some more. Put lemons under my... I woke up with lemons in my armpits, like some home remedy shit. Yeah. I woke up, Mike's eating fucking raisinets like an asshole. I'm like, what happened? Only I got the pound back. Yo, what the fuck? Oh, Who the fuck eats raisins? Like... Fucking toddlers oh and chips eat raisins. I still can't get over this shit. You know yeah, what? Yeah, I, right. yeah, you know what? That's enough for one time. I'm already pissed off. Way <laughs> <laughs> to get bagged, Mike. <laughs> ah, such a terrible memory of like me getting back. <laughs> I was no longer the baby that she saw me as after that day. <laughs> but Mike had his raisinets. But Mike had his fucking raisinets. <laughs> Yo, raise the net if you're listening. Give this motherfucker. Yo, that was just that was just showing you the pure lack of self awareness. Oh, like that, we literally got away with it because we were trying to sneak in, and I just had that impulse of like, I need raise the net. No, you, Michael. <laughs> yeah, me. My lack of self awareness. Yo, that shit was crazy. She stopped calling me baby me. after that. Okay, well that wasn't well that was that was not a fun trip down rewind time. Is that the first uh, painful one? You know what? They're all painful. Let's stop because you know we laugh not to cry. And you brought the pain on this one, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> nah, but it was a great time because it's like, you know, I never had like like you know, I didn't have nobody my age like around that time. So like, you know, and you always like you know, we always we used to always kick it and I was always imagine if we lived together and we got to live t- with each other for a little while. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We drove each other nuts. But that's no, part of like it was a lot of fun. It was the love, right? That was fun, man. Like, yo, we spent two like playing basketball every day and all that shit. Thinking we were gonna be in the NBA. Damn, <laughs> good times, good times. Anyway, I was so happy to play with y'all. <laughs> See, but Pete don't know. Pete don't know my takeovers at John Jay. He don't know these. They don't know when I put my mind on something. They don't know. They don't know. People are like yo, what college you going to? What do you mean you ain't signed? What do you mean they cut you from the high school team? That kind of conversation. We're in the tight ass skewies. 
<laughs> First of all, that was my rebound machine right there. Tasmania Devil. <laughs> you really cracked the wind out of Mike. You really hit him low with the viewings. <laughs> oh man, this is great. Wow. Uh, oh man, yo, we can't top that. Yo, Mike. Uh, yeah, man. Uh check me out, Juan Bago, all the platforms. Uh, Latinos Out Loud, and then me and P are going to start a new podcast, so we'll give you no details. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, just check me out, and then uh, that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun, man. I always have fun when I'm on here. Thank you, man. Thank you for, for coming on, man. I always appreciate your support, uh, Big Bro, and you know that. And uh, much love to the whole team over there. You know that y'all like pioneers. And I heard somebody call y'all like the number one Latino podcast. Like that's part of y'all fucking moniker now. That's dope. That's really dope, to be honest with you. So nice. Yeah, I mean, I... I uh... And that's people. That's something that people give you. That's not something that you call yourself. So. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I've been hearing that a lot. I've been hearing that a lot. And it's well-deserved. You look, okay, now that's like a Borat look there. I love it. I'm telling you, that caterpillar yeah. is beautiful. We look forward to the next mustache ride, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well said. And with that, this has been another episode of, of the unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed orange boy. We have but now we are with Mike on this episode. Yeah, only. except for this episode, it's kind of insured. We have graciously been your host. It is me, Jerry D, I A Z, A K A, Edmo Di Foca. Uh, and this is Juan Bago. And I have your co-host, the 60th letter, P. And remember, to quote the great Robin Bird, if you find yourself alone in the world, remember, you always have us. Until next time, vaya, vaya con, con Dios. <laughs> <laughs> Quite cheesy.